Hello there, Shad. It's me, Bev Bighead, and welcome to episode four of That Was a Hoot. Hey, mm. Bev. Nice to meet you. What you nice doing, Justin? Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> I'll bring it back after a while. All right. Um, there's one of these episodes that you're wanting it. Mm. I mean, I guess it's probably every episode, right? You remember that time that I was nude inside of the sauna? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Actually, on uh, you, are you talking about on episode seven, part one, No Pain, No Gain? I hope we talk about it real soon. I'll catch you later, sweetie. <laughs> See ya. Hey, what I miss? Hey, Justin, you missed a weird, uh, weird interaction with Bev Bighead. Is she here? She was on the show, man. I was looking for her. I... <laughs> uh, yeah, she was here. She, she was here. Welcome to uh, the fourth episode of That Was a Hoot, uh, where we are uh, recalling, recollecting on... Uh, we're both, doing a recall. Both the same thing. <laughs> on, uh, Total recall. <laughs> on the Rocco's Modern Life uh, show, TV show. Yes. Uh, today we're going to cover As episodes. seen on Paramount Plus. As seen on TV. <laughs> uh, episodes 7, 8, and 9, and all of their segments will be what we're covering today. Yes. Um, we got one more uh, episode to complete season one. Is that yes, right after this? I believe so. Uh, that's cool. And mm-hmm. then uh, we're going to do a little comic. We're going to take a little break and talk about some comic books, I think, after that. So. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm loving it. Well, let's. Uh, you want to dive in? Let's dip right in. Let's get into... Let's get my toes wet. As uh, as previously mentioned, when Bev was on the show, okay, we're going to do episode seven, section one, segment mm-hmm. one. Segment one. Uh, no pain, no gain. Yes. Yes. Written by Joe Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe someone else. Who knows? Did he, Probably. Did he singular single-handedly write all of the episodes i don't think so i, I, mean, I would assume that i'll pay he attention had to all the credits I, I i know that he's just the biggest name right there right, right of now. course <laughs> of course right now he's the biggest name that joe murray so we open up the episode with uh ye old spunky uh-huh. and rocco trying to do some fitness uh some one and two and three and four calisthenics and doing some jumping jacks calisthenics and working on my fitness this is the first time that we really get to see uh the pudge of rocco because whenever he falls down you notice that he's got like almost like a bit of like a beer belly he's got he's got a a a fupa yeah he does (laughs) it does he's working on it yeah he's working on not not his fitness yeah and then uh he is just like i am out of shape and then uh enters heifer i believe yes. right there after who now does not fit through the door <laughs> <laughs> they've been they've been since we last breaking saw them. The, the seams fitting through <laughs> hey rocco i was just coming over and breaks through the door casually <laughs> while he's still talking and finishing his line oh uh, he gets tickets to uh, the gym. Yeah. To fam, Flambe La Flab. Which is weird. Where does he get the tickets from? Did they explain that? <laughs> I don't think he does. He's just like, I got two tickets to try it out. <laughs> yeah. Which is the weirdest concept. So they get tickets to try out a gym. Yeah. That It's not like Gold's Gym no. or Planet Fitness are out here being like, hey, here's two tickets. Come and work out for a day yeah. and see if you like it. Yeah. And then join it. These are like tryouts. Yeah. Basically, uh, it's, I don't know, it's full on tryouts because yeah. they, they, they're even like getting pointed. Yes. Like a point system. Exactly. Yeah. The uh, I noticed in Minus here 40 points. when I was putting <laughs> together my notes, uh, for some reason, Heifer was autocorrected to Jeffrey. Yeah, I noticed that part whenever you said that on here. I was just like, what is that about? <laughs> I was just typing notes and <laughs> and then I went to reread them and I was like, who the fuck is Jeffrey? <laughs> It was Heifer. Rocco uh, and Jeffrey Dahmer walk into a gym. <laughs> but uh, this is our first episode of Chameleon Brothers. 
Uh, maybe. No, we saw them earlier, Did but we? it was okay. not introduced more so that they're like, because this they full on say, we Is are it? the Chameleon Brothers. Yes. Yeah. They actually like introduce Maybe themselves. that's what I meant by that. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like, we're, we know who they are now and they're more of a staple. Yes. Yeah. From and, this uh, point forward. And I don't know if you ever put this together, but are they the chameleons because they take on different jobs all throughout Oh. Rocco's modern life like like they're the chameleons as in like multiples because they're like they are chameleons yeah they they they're they are of, of work of yeah because also, they change jobs constantly yeah whereas like you typically always have like the beavers the cop always yeah. and uh and like and then you've got the the uh ambulance guys yes the the beavers. Hup, 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 are those beavers too yeah i think so huh. a lot of beavers in this universe yeah. and then uh <laughs> The koalas or the SWAT team. So many more supials. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so I wonder if they're the chameleons because they don't that, have the same. That totally does make sense. So totally. I don't know if I, I have never thought of it that way. Part of me wonders if that if they ever thought of <laughs> Joe it that Barry way. thought of it that way. <laughs> or if he was just like, we need different animals. <laughs> We've only got these frogs. We need more uh, amphibians. Right. Yeah. There's not a lot of snakes and yes. things of that nature mm-hmm. here. Uh, but yeah, we, after that we go to uh, we go to the gym. Uh, Flam Le Flab. Flam fl- is it Flambe Le Flab? Flambe Le Flab. Yeah, the, Flam, Le Flab. Something Flambe. I think it's Flambe. Is Flambe the Le Flab. Yeah, well, something like Flab. that. Le Flab. Le Flab for sure. Yeah. Like for your fat. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's Flam Filet the Flab. <laughs> Flam the Flab. Yeah, I don't know because autocorrect. I think in my notes may have gotten a hold of Flambe. <laughs> so in this instance, the Chameleon Brothers are our kind of like gym guides yeah i don't know that they're, they're not really there during like workouts or lifting and stuff they're, they're just judging kind of, people yeah that's exactly what they're doing they're yeah. just there to judge yes like literally like whenever i said minus 40 points they're they're like there's a point system yes. somehow correlated with how well they're using the equipment yeah. uh how well they're actually like doing like mm-hmm. as far as fitness is concerned and I think they also take off points because there is not a point in time in this episode where Heifer is not eating something while doing everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And one, and I wonder, because they, they kind of, they run it and it seems like it's like a, it's almost like a country club. Like mm-hmm. it's a membership, exclusive membership type situation. Where do they get the money for this stuff? Because like later on, whenever you see their like coffee house, we know we keep refer- referencing to it because that's like their origin story kind yeah. of a thing. But when you see the coffee house, it's like a hipster kind of cool coffee house type vibe and right. everything to it. But it's not really like a, a big high end thing. Like this is like the fanciest of the fancy of gym and fitnesses places right. that I've ever seen mm-hmm. real life or cartoon. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's bigger than uh globo gym. Yes, even I would say. Yeah, I it would. looks bigger. Yeah, I think and fancier. So. It's got a lot of a lot of nooks and crannies to work out in. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess we'll go through some of the machines, yeah. and different things that they do whenever they're uh, they're working out. Here. So before they even get to work out, though, they have to pick out outfits. They're like yes. they're that desperate to want to be part of this, and so there's like a a place where you can buy workout clothes within mm-hmm. this gym. That's how fancy this place is. Yes, it's got its own like lululemon mm-hmm. in the it's gym it's got a merchandise like yeah. it's got a store inside of it but you can grip get, get like uh well like crab costumes and trying yeah. to think of what all it's they were like literally a costume shop it's just a costume. and whenever they finish getting whatever costumes they don't end on the costume that they ultimately end up wearing right. which is just basically workout clothes like yeah. basketball shorts and a tank top yeah like that's what they end up going with but you never see them in that <laughs> until the next scene yes 
<laughs> when I believe Heifer is already looking for food, <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the foods that he has. A lot of times it's like it's subs for the most parts and yeah. sandwiches. He gets that burrito. He, yeah, he's the burrito because he asks about the burrito when they're rowing. Yeah. Because he and said, it's really hard to... to it's really, I, really get, hard to pick this up with these sticks. Yeah, he's like, can I get a fork or yeah. something like that? <laughs> and he's watching what? Like a black and white, like almost, like old school looks Steamboat like a Rocco, Mickey yeah, but it cartoon. Looks, but it looks almost like a Wallaby version. Like, yeah. he kind of looks like a Rocco in there. And then that's why, while I know we're, we're skipping around a little bit, but that's when, like, Rocco is doing, like, the deliverance uh, rowing machine. This is, because I'd mentioned to you earlier, this is the first time of watching groups of episodes that I watched with Mandy. <laughs> and I mentioned this whenever that first popped up with this choice, and I was just like, oh. I was like, I don't I don't think I got this when I was a kid. <laughs> I know. I don't, I'd never got this reference, what this was about. No. Make and, you squeal like a pig. Yeah, and then he has the he feather, he just tickles the pig, and the pig's just, <laughs> but yeah. it's, like, just stereotypical rednecks. With spears for some reason, <laughs> yeah. I thought was an odd choice. <laughs> yeah, it's like indigenous folk, but also rednecks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just full on like deliverance, like playing a banjo and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you city folks walking down here you know, on the river. I like that. It was a, a possum. Yeah. It, was cl- it was perfect. Perfect casting. That. So uh, yeah, and then before that was uh, just the first little instance of just working out, and we got to meet the. Uh, I guess Richard Simmons bear. It's almost like a bear. He's almost like a teddy like, bear. Like yeah. a little teddy bear. Voiced by Richard Simmons. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I always thought that they were making fun of Richard Simmons in mm-hmm. here. But I mean, it, they are. But, but if they were like Richard Simmons. He's, he's making fun he's of himself with joke, it. Which yeah. I think he always was. It yeah. seemed like. Like Absolutely. he was always in on the Any of the times that he was on like David Letterman or, or Jay Leno. Especially with David Letterman. Because he He'd always make had like, work out with him. He would, he would pick, pick on him and stuff like that. And kind of play with him and stuff. Yeah. And. Uh, it was always just kind of like making a joke of Richard Simmons, but yes. Richard Simmons was there to kind of like ham it up and stuff right. with it. So, I mean, you knew that he was like really getting into it. So exactly. He always, you know, was in on the joke. And I, <laughs> I, I thought it was awfully like direct, uh, but, uh, but he tells the Richard Simmons teddy bear, uh, it's not teddy bear, but you know what I mean? Uh, tells Rocco, he has a flabby tail at a certain mm-hmm. point. He's like, he's like, get your flabby tail up here. And I was like, whoa. He didn't just put on his weight in the front. He he flabbed up his tail, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. It was looking thick. Uh, my favorite line right before that, though, is Heifer uh, is eating. And he says, he's like, and Rocco's like, Heifer, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, the more I eat, the more weight I get to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I kind of feel that way sometimes. Like, you just like. Whenever Heifer's crawling out of the door and he's sweating and he's crawling and he opens up the door, he goes, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> He just crawls away, and yes. then Rocco's just by himself. <laughs> yes. He gets, like, tossed around or something. Richard Simmons' uh, bear holds him. He's like, oh, hello! <laughs> and he likes him. He, likes, and, like, he balls him up into a ball and shoots yeah. him into a basketball hoop. And uh, Such a weird concept. And, he, and when he gets stuck in the in the net, he loses points. The Chameleon Brothers like, mm-hmm. well, minus 40 points. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I uh, think it's minus 40 almost every time. Okay. <laughs> It's just like a shtick. So you wonder what they started out with. Like, did they start with zero? <laughs> just goes negative. But somehow, I mean, I mean, spoilers by the end of it. I mean, hope <laughs> not spoilers. We're watching this with everybody. Yes. So by the end of it, I mean, he somehow is has enough points, yeah. more so than Heifer, who are, they're both getting points at the exact yeah. same time. So, but somehow he gets into the club, but Heifer isn't into yeah. the club because he's fatter, I guess, or something. Or he I was a really lot know. more destructive. I mean, at one point in time, didn't Heifer like take down an entire wall of a of the room? Like, oh yeah, whenever the he slam dunked the ball, <laughs> yeah. and you see the chicks in the showers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think he did a lot more. If they were just taking uh, points off of dollar amounts that were lost that day, I think Heifer definitely lost uh, with that. Uh, they go to lift weights, and uh, mm-hmm. the, probably the the most gruesome thing we've seen in any episode yet so far the was dude's rims, arms ripping arms off. Arms just ripped off. <laughs> you just hear him go oh, afterwards, <laughs> like he's just like like oh that happened. Yeah, <laughs> he's not really phased by it. Mm-hmm. He's like ah. Oh. Did you actually see like blown bone, blood, muscle, <laughs> yes. and it's just like baby dribbles of blood yes. squirting out of like this where not even stumps, but no. where his arms were. Yeah, it's just like narrow. It's just chest now. Yes. It's all that exists. <laughs> um, yeah, and heifers, like you said, heifers always worried about food. He's concerned about lunch, uh, and then they go swimming. But it's before they play the basketball game because he says. Uh, come on, Heffa, we'll go play basketball. Yeah. And he says, like, winner buys lunch or something yes, like that that's for right. to him. Yeah. And yeah, that was that, his way to get him to play basketball. That's what gets him to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. It was only to You see, determine. like, whenever Rocco scores the first thing, you see on the scoreboard it says two points, and it yeah. says Rocco and Heff As on has, the actual big yes. scoreboard. Which, I mean, that's a fancy, once again, it it's a fancy gym. They changed it out specifically because they knew it was going to be a 1v1 game yes. between Rocco and Heffa. <laughs> it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go swimming after that. Yes, uh, and then Rocco does a nice little dive in the pool, and they're like, "Well, it's." I think they were sp- they were supposed to do a, a race, weren't they? Yeah, they were racing each other in the pool. But like, he hops in the pool and he says, "The water feels great. Come on, we'll have a race." <laughs> and then, and then Heifer, you, he was like Heifer, and he doesn't see him, and oh, it goes yeah. up not one, not two, not three uh, diving boards, but four, or that is touching <laughs> the ceiling where Heifer dives from and, uh, and completely drains the pool and lands mm-hmm. on Rocco Lands on Rocco, who is now flat like yes. judge doom <laughs> in who frame Roger Rabbit. And, uh, and the chameleon brothers give them three discs, mm-hmm. do it in their voice. Uh, tisk, tisk. <laughs> and then the other one does that. Oh, and one down tisk. Yes. Three discs. <laughs> tisk, tisk, tisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. You do it really good, and it, it, it it's entertaining for me. If I'm nobody you, else, I'm glad you like it. <laughs> Dance monkey, I want to see it. Um, yeah, and then they get into there's a new expensive machine called the atomizer, or it's a, an atomizer, an atomizer, an atomizer. I guess anatomy, that, but like it's it's anatomy. It's good for like all anatomy parts. Atomizer, as in they're working out everything on your yes. person, including eyeballs. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts off so pleasant, like it's it's easy. He's doing like the, some like he's crunches. Doing the, the crunches with the legs and then the weights come down. Yeah. But they're attached to a chain. So he's not really lifting weights. It's kind of like uh, when you do lat pulls. Like lat pulls are. I don't uh, know workout <laughs> things. I've never. I've worked out like once in my life. Shad. So lat, lat have pulls. you seen me recently? <laughs> All 230 pounds uh, of this man. Lat pulls you pull down and it is like on a. It's on, it's a, on a chain. A, on a pulley system. Yeah. Okay. And the weights on the other side. That's what that was. Yeah, I think so. It almost to me, I was just like, it's like because it was on easy mode, basically, yeah. or whatever their easy mode was called. I forgot. It was just a bar modes, and it was it was just a bar that came down on a chain, and he was lifting it so easily that yeah. it was just like, I wonder if it's just like going up and down, and he's just kind of going through the motions because it's like quote unquote easy. Mode. Yeah, typically there's some weights on the other side that give you the the pullback down, yeah. uh, but he could have done it on like a ten pounder, and it would have been really easy still. Maybe I don't know. He seems pretty weak. He, maybe, um, but he it doesn't bode well for him once he gets up Mm-mm. to whatever. I can't even remember what the level I can't was. Remember either? But it was the expert of it, and yeah. uh, he essentially gets shaken into a liquid form mm-hmm. and thrown onto a mirror. The fucking eyeball thing is so <laughs> disturbing. Whenever they you get see him some like, real big eyeballs, a lot yeah. these few episodes, just like sucking on them, <laughs> like he's milking an eye- eyeball teat. 
and he ends up on that mirror, and that guy's mm-hmm. like, "I can't see myself." And I he, can't see myself. And he's like crying about it. He tells on them with the, no, the no, Chameleon no, brothers. brothers come with squeegees, yes, and squeegee him off into a bucket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're just like, "Oh, Rocco." <laughs> And this is when we get to see Mrs. Bighead. Yes. Yes. So they they move on to lunch, I guess. Uh, they, yeah, in, it's in a, a club, like a like a jazz club, club yeah. like a jazz club <laughs> that's like a lounge, but it's also a sauna. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, you wear towels, uh, which I don't. And this is it is a cartoon, yes, but I don't think that that climate would be good for the piano that she's talking to. <laughs> Because I think that that she's would... She's talking to the piano? She's the piano man. But I mean, for the piano specifically, yes. I don't think that that would bode well for a no. piano. That that kind Seems of... Warp moisture. probably would stay in tune. Yeah, I think the wood would probably be done for yes. pretty soon. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but we... Uh, what They spill something, right? Because... Uh, They're taking drinks. They're doing cheers of like a, a orange juice uh, smoothie drink thing. Yeah. And Heifer's saying... Uh, tour health or whatever and he's yeah. like yeah yeah and then they do a cheers and he drinks it and then Ro- uh, he busts uh Rocco's uh oh, glass because yeah. he's so rough and, with everything uh, it spills all over her mm-hmm. and then something happens where they're trying to get a towel to clean it up well yeah and they rip off her towel because heifer goes oh i've got a towel right here and he just like reaches behind him yeah. and it's bev's towel yeah and uh and then she's like i'm naked or whatever yeah she's nude and uh and then yeah. she runs into the piano into the piano busts her head out of the <laughs> piano and then that is her new suit that she then busts through a door and goes out of which once again hefford causes a lot of money for mm-hmm. this uh yeah, but uh, unless the chameleon brothers were there actually seeing it happen they wouldn't really have known i guess yeah truly. true good point i mean unless everybody was just like that guy's the asshole that did it <laughs> yeah Absolutely, and then so it's we we kind of come to the end, and they like you said, yeah, they had Chameleon Brothers offer Rocco, mm-hmm. uh, which Rocco seems doubtful that it's even going to happen. He's like, all right, we'll leave, you know, and they're like, Rocco, don't leave, like mm-hmm. you can stay. Heifer has to go though, and uh, and he chooses to stay with his friend instead. Mm-hmm. So they're so they're locked in together, friends forever. Turns down the, uh, the membership, and then uh, they're at home doing some thigh master work, Suzanne Summer style, eating pizza and watching TV while they're doing it. <laughs> I would. That'd be awesome. I yeah. would totally eat some pizza, watch TV. And uh, work out. Inst- well, just instead of working out. I mean, I guess I could. Yeah. Sometimes I I'd Have take... you ever had a thigh master around or as a, as a, a family member? My relative? grandma did. Yeah. And uh, I would try to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like one of my aunts had one, maybe on my dad's side. I can't remember. But um, so my grandma was your aunt. Yeah, not that one. I <laughs> yeah. don't think that's where I tried it out. But I distinctly remember trying out one that was like the bar part of it was teal or something like that. And then like the the padding foam part was either a dark blue or a pink. I can't remember. Pink was the one that my grandma had. And then maybe it was hers. Maybe it was <laughs> maybe it was aunt's. <laughs> that I used, or maybe so. it was over at Grandma Betty's. Maybe it was. Maybe it was hers. Maybe it was none of the no ants at all. Maybe, maybe no ants. We should talk about episode seven, segment two. Who gives a buck? Who gives that buck? Very cleverly named, mm-hmm. as uh, all of them are. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to go to uh, the Conglomo Mall. Yes, this episode. That's right. Predicated based on uh, Rocco is using <laughs> a lava lamp somehow as an antenna. <laughs> yeah. For his television, that can only get one channel 
That is a Scottish channel <laughs> of a guy playing a bagpipe. Yes. Hmm. So when it's so that, weird when that lava lamp explodes, yes, as most do, and is acts like real it lava, is a lava lamp <laughs> inside of that lamp is real lava and melts multiple things, uh, destroying the TV. <laughs> Melting off legs of the couch, <laughs> leaning everybody down to one side and making a spring explode out and jettisoning him <laughs> off onto the floor, selling heifer. Maybe we should get a few things. <laughs> yes. That, that that couch has been in his family for generations, apparently. <laughs> but that lava lamp did or whatever. it in. <laughs> but yeah, the lava lamp did it in. Uh, so heifer comes up with the brilliant idea of, you don't have the money for it. Then pay later. Yeah. Just get credit. That's going to solve all your problems. It's classic. This is a classic. 100%. This trope. is a classic yeah. trope. Every sitcom has done this. Every This show is doing every sitcom's <laughs> tropes. This is a sitcom. And that's true. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just for kids, but not really. Not really for kids. <laughs> not so much. So he gets the 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 mail. Uh, I think Heifer is actually going through his mail. Oh, maybe, yeah. And it comes to the thing where he realizes he has a credit the card. glowing, like, yeah, envelope. he's like, ooh. <laughs> and he gives it to Rocco. Rocco opens it, and uh, it has the card in it. And he's, like, saying, you could charge it. I don't know, you know, kind of a thing. And then it, 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 we go to the mall. We're going we do to it. We go to Conglomo. And we go to the Conglomo Mall, and we go through the dense forest. <laughs> Barking's horrible. Uh, what was the... Do you have anything about the forest in your notes? Oh, I don't know. I don't have the forest okay, in my notes. They, when they go through there, it's a it's a like a national park forest that has a sign on it, and it says something about uh, enjoy the beautiful lush scenery. And as soon as they come over the the crest of the thing, it's just the fucking mall, <laughs> it's the, just the parking thing. lot, and everything. And it's just like they've built it in the middle of a national forest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like pick up on through, that. Like the forest or something that has the signs that says Conglomo Mall, and right. it says something for a national forest. Enjoy the lush scenery. Yeah, and they come over the crest, and you just hear effort go, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> and they can't find parking. No, uh, they they go. They, they find, find this, the boy, the kid. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that looks like a man. <laughs> Have you seen my mom? But it is a man. And uh, yeah, he's a, he's a grown man at this point, mm-hmm. and but still uh, dressed in his little boy yes. clothes. Yeah, as though he's, he's been, been perhaps been searching, lost. He has been searching for his mother and their car for years. <laughs> That's how bad this parking lot is. Yeah, absolutely. So they they can't find the spot. So they, they continue go to, to the uh, what's it called? Outer space. No, the the parking garage. Oh yes, they yeah. want to try out the parking garage, and they start going up. Yeah, and as they're going up, uh, uh. Rocco says it's getting hard to breathe because they're going so high. <laughs> the altitude, and then Heifer's nose starts bleeding, <laughs> yeah. and he plugs it up. He goes, "Maybe try out there." And they're up in space, and that's when you see the, the kid's mom, mom. <laughs> who's an old, old She's lady. She's like, "Son, have you found the car yet?" Yes. And then they take the express elevator down so fast. It just drops them. That they turn Tower into. Tower of Terror style. The, the, their limbs are up, but their bodies are just like basically balls on the ground. <laughs> oh. And then we get to enter Conglama Mall. Yes. Which it's the mall of you, the future. As you pass by all the stores. Uh, no, we're not on that yet. I'm sorry. We go to the sign to try and figure out where we're at. Oh, the you are here sign. And they say. Let's poke this button, and it looks like an eyeball, uh-huh. and it goes, 
Ouch. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then it has the hand that comes out and says, you are here. Yes. <laughs> and then it ta- they say, uh, what is he? He's looking for a dog bowl for Spunky. I forgot about that part. Yes, that was the whole the, point of this. One of the big points of it was because the dog bowl got melted. Oh, not because the of the lava. Oh, no. Heffer says he, he accidentally melted his lava, his bowl because he put it in the microwave because he thought he he might like his kibble more if it was warmed up, <laughs> which was just dry dog food. <laughs> he mentions that he puts it in the microwave and it just gets nuked and the thing's fucking warped. <laughs> I remember I was I thinking he walks out and I was thinking, oh, the lava hit hit too. And that's what he predicates. <laughs> that's how it gets warped and messed up is because he fucked up his yeah. food. <laughs> so he's like, dog bowls, dog bowls. And then the thing, the AI thing yeah. puts him on the track yes, and then zips him to where the dog food store is. And you pass by all these other stores that if you look at them says uh just a just a blank yeah and it's just whatever it is yeah just shoes just, just shoes vests just just, whatever, uh, yeah. just water fountains was one and it was like all the things and then you just just dog bowls and they get jettisoned into the store yeah where you meet the seedy guy that we'll see come back in several different other episodes mm-hmm. later down the road um but it's just a seedy little like greasy salesman or at least like a the same I'm I've got a I've got a, a theory and it comes up later that it might not be He's the same guy. Heifer. He doesn't know him. No, he might be the same guy, but he may not be the same. Maybe the same char- type of character, but not the same guy. Yeah, uh, like one's name's Fred and one's Stan, like that yeah. kind of thing. Is it uh, kind of like how, like the very first episode with the the toads or the slugs? Yes. from the carnival. Yes. Like they might be. They look the same. They may but be the different same guys. Yes, not just one guy running exactly. the entire thing. Yeah, that's what. So I've got a theory about that later. Something okay. comes up. Um, and I'm, I was wondering about it, but yeah, so they're looking for the dog bowls, uh, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a finger bowl. Yeah. Uh, real weird. Whenever we go through like the, he's showing off the deluxe models, yes, I guess all of the different weird ones that, uh, come up. The fire there's hydrant a, is super bowl. Yes. Finger bowl. Toilet bowl. Yes. I forgot forgot and he bowl. says like, I hope everybody remembered to flush or yes. something on that one real quick. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, we get the fire hydrant, which is the, the leak elite, the leak elite. Yes. And it is the deluxe to all deluxe models because dogs love fire hydrants. The thing has sausages in like two different compartments. Cooks them hot. Like they're like fresh beans. And then another one's like white, like cottage cheese. And I was just like, that's fucking gross. Why is this an option? But I guess maybe dogs can eat and like cottage cheese. I don't think so. I wouldn't go off of sausages. Make sense. The beans and cottage cheese. Not so much to me. But yeah, they're like hot links that come out of the top and the bottom has a drawer as well. Um, but the fire hydrant assumes that he's also going to the bathroom on the place where his food comes out, which I don't like. Yeah. Not a big fan of that no. idea. Uh, but so Rocco reluctantly gets the fire hydrant, the leak elite. Mm-hmm. First uh, time purchasing with the credit card. Yes. Very reluctant about it. Um, still reluctant about it until we go out of that store and they would just walk out. Which I remember, like that they're not on the yeah they're not on the path anymore. I guess maybe they're just like walking around now and right. just browsing, and uh, we get to see the uh, the sad sad clown and iron lung, <laughs> which for whatever reason Rocco is in love with and melts. <laughs> yes, literally melts. It's his favorite thing in the it's entire like, world. He's always wanted one. He says, <laughs> <laughs> like it's common. <laughs> I've always wanted one, and never uh, does the credit card. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, no. And then it happens to like, that's where it starts with the, maybe I could pick up a few more things. Yeah. 
And then it just escalates from there to like what suits. Uh, eventually we see that he buys a yacht <laughs> with that at some point in the mall because it's in the yard. Yeah. Outside. That's and right. In the, you see all the stuff that he bought. Yes. Along with what looks like a replica statue of David. Um, <laughs> like just a bunch of like crazy fancy shit. Oh, yeah. There's like, and you go to the, the, the yachts like outside by the garage where his shitty little car is still parked at. But then there's also uh, there's also like a new big fountain uh, with like shrubberies and other statues and shit all around it. Yeah. Chandeliers and stuff outside before you even get inside. And then you get inside and he's just like, maybe I did get carried away a little bit. I wonder what his credit limit was for that. a lot. I mean, what? how much is the cheapest yacht? <laughs> That's a good point. You know what I mean? That alone is like, enough. And it was a decent-sized boat that we're talking about. Yes. I mean, like, I mean, like, how much is the cheapest yacht? Because <laughs> it's got to be more than that. Because that was a nice one, yeah. That's not bottom-of-the-line yacht work there. I'm thinking he had zero credit limit, and this is like cartoon, we're going to buy whatever the fuck we want kind of a thing. Absolutely. But had to pay it by 8 a.m. the next day? <laughs> the debt collectors show up. Yeah, but I mean, like, the next day, <laughs> not even, like, they're home, it's, like, dusk, it probably, like, five or six in the afternoon, <laughs> not even, you know, like, this is, like, a 16-hour turnaround that you're looking at, <laughs> yeah. that he's gonna have to pay this shit. Yeah. That's right, go. ridiculous. Yeah, they want that money. They do, and they're, they're, they are basically the equivalent of every mobster. Yes. That you could think yeah. of, like, pay your money, yes. <laughs> Yeah. And then they throw the brick through the window. With the note tied to it that says the exact same thing that he had just said on the phone seconds earlier. Yeah. Just to show you that the main business, I guess they're just going to break a window. Yeah. But then uh, Rocco wakes up and everything's gone, Mm -hmm. including some of the other stuff that he owned. Like broken things, like the broken TV is gone. The fridge is gone. Like everything is gone. All that's left is the couch. I took him extra stuff. The the collateral. It was uh, was what they were holding back for it. And then... uh, after everything's gone, we get a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Heifer's there. And he felt bad knowing that everything was going to get taken away and that it was kind of his fault for saying, you know, you should just use a credit yeah. card for everything in the first place. So then he has uh, the fire hydrant, the, the leak elite for yeah. uh, uh, for Spunky. Yeah. And he's just like, you don't have any money. <laughs> How did you get that? And he shows that he sold his second stomach. Yes. To the Scottish TV show that we saw earlier. <laughs> yes. And the dude's play. That's the where I was thinking of earlier. That's where it's throw up is because it comes. Uh, he's playing the the, it's all the like stomach the, like the bagpipe junk out like, of his intestines. Uh, it's like donuts, like unprocessed, uh, like undigested donuts. Yes, cake. Uh, a box of the the uh the stuff that he eats. Yeah, was the, an entire box. Pasture puffies. Yeah, like an entire box comes out of it, <laughs> and then at the end of it, like it squirts out at the screen, like this yellow. Yeah, that's goop. right. Yeah, and that's like that's stomach whatever. acid. Mandy was just like gross. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one had two realizations for me. One, Spunky's a real brat. Like, uh, like Spunky is my least favorite. Like, mm-hmm. he's a very unlikable character. Uh, in here and uh. He just as at least as an adult, he's a bratty kid like he is. He doesn't care about anyone else. There's not a lot of compassion for others like he wants to have sex with that mop. He and he doesn't care about how anybody else we'll is. say this. He wants he is a dumb dog. <laughs> he is. And dog. I mean, that's, that's really all there is to it. Yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily just a bratty as much as he's just he's a dumb dog. He doesn't really think about anybody else's no. feelings because this is just a dog. And yeah. he also has like probably like, I don't know autism 
Dogs can have autism. Yeah, that's Maybe true. Maybe he's an autistic dog. Good point. He yeah. sits real weird. Yeah. His legs are always up whenever he sits. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's just and we got know, some kind of like mental disability. We know as we find out later on that he does have leeches. Like he's got he's got ringworm. Yeah. And he's got ticks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's got all kinds of, he's got. Is a tick episode in these? Mm-hmm. Is it? As we're leeches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, and bad. then also we find out that that Heifer is is a really caring person for as 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 uh, deadbeat as he can be. Yeah, very very rarely, uh, and this also kind of predicates the fact that we had talked about at the very beginning of this that maybe Heifer does have secret money. Yes, because he has the money that falls out of mm-hmm. his thing whenever he's on the carnival ride. Yeah. And he has money at other times, but then leeches off of Rocco for not having it. Yes. Rocco even says at this point in time he doesn't have money. And we know that now he doesn't have money because he had to sell his second stomach to get this thing. Good point. For his friend. Yeah, that's a fair point. Unless he didn't want to dig into his own money to buy something for his friend. So he'd Mm -hmm. rather have surgery to take out his stomach. Think about this. This as segment two to the segment one as it is. Yeah. He had said at one point in time in that segment one that as he was there, they were weighing themselves. Uh-huh. And he said he gained 55 pounds while he was at the thing because he kept eating. Yeah, He right. lost all that weight because he sold that he sold that stomach. stomach. Yeah. So now he's back to his original weight or less than. That's right. Because of that. He even he lost some weight. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, my question. And now you can't eat as much. That's right. Yeah. How many stomachs do they have? Is it just two or is it four? Is it seven? Five? Seven stomachs? I don't know. Cows? I don't know. I thought it was four stomachs. Maybe. I believe He said you. it was a second stomach, and I was just like, I think they have more than He's two. got number three and four still. Yeah. He's uh, sitting on money. He's. Got, I know. I would have just went ahead and taken them all, yeah. maybe. Uh, Isn't maybe. there an episode later on where he is like thin at one point in time for something? I, maybe. I think I remember perhaps, that. Perhaps. We just perhaps. haven't gotten to that part. But I think uh, I think Heffer is an overall a better person than the others, than Rocco and Spunky and... We haven't seen a lot of Filbert. Obviously, he's a better person than Big Heads. Yeah, uh, for sure. But uh, you think but, he's a better person than Rocco? Yeah, I think so. I think Rocco's like the most caring person of all of them, you and think? he gets mad at Heifer whenever Heifer's doing dumb shit because he expects more of Heifer. Mm. I guess just on yeah. a personal level, but he goes out of his way to do a lot of things for not just for himself, but for his friends and for Spunky for sure. Yeah, but he doesn't ever like Heifer doesn't get mad at anybody ever. He's just a, he's a, he's old. Oh softy. yeah, he's laid back. Yeah, yeah. He's just a. He's, I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad person. He's I'm just don't saying know I don't if he's think, a better person. I don't than think Rocco. I don't know if he's better than Rocco. Gotcha. Okay. Rocco has just got crazy bad anxiety about everything, and rightfully so for a lot of reasons. Right. But then also, I mean, he does have a lot of those episodes where he cares about his he's friends an and everybody around him. Immigrant with deceased parents that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have a theory about that too that will come oh, up until later. I've just been I was really thinking hard about these episodes this week. Man. Uh let's get into episode eight though. We need to. Episode eight, segment one, Jet Scream. Uh so this is Rocco getting tickets to a Los, uh, to Las Vegas to a comic book convention. Uh working for kind of a lot of comics. Yeah, I guess so that answers comics, our question. So he gets uh, tickets, gets to go to cons yeah, and stuff like that. And that's kind of like his end for it. Exactly. Because we, yeah. we weren't sure if he was still working there. Yeah. Uh, but we, he definitely is. I'm pretty sure that this is like it for the remainder of the series. Like that's that's his job. Yeah. Yeah. We find but out. If like, I guess maybe it's just like his if he rents from that house, maybe. I mean, we never meet landlords, really. Right. But I mean, maybe he rents from the house. 
and has his electric and I water got a theory and everything about else too. Because it seems like <laughs> he's never got money, but he always, he does have a job. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Um. So so Heifer he offers for Heifer to go with him to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um. This is also I think the first time that we mentioned a, a location that is in the real world. Yes. Um. In that Las Vegas does actually exist and uh o town is just one of it's just in the united states i wonder where it's at like based right. in it's a kind of a springfield type situation where it's just anywhere usa kind of yeah. a thing um i would imagine uh it has to be a little bit close to some some sort of city though since we get a lot of conglomerate like conglomo uh yeah. type things going on too and no no small town around here has a fancy gym uh Mm-mm. so it's got to be somewhere close to a city even even your planet fitnesses and goals are nowhere near as fancy no. as that. Uh, Heifer doesn't fly, though, uh, at least until snacks are uh, announced. And then he decides that he will try to fly uh, <laughs> since they do have food, even though he's definitely afraid, it seems like. Yeah. So they get to board D-Reg Airlines, the uh, greatest name for uh airline and you can figure you can definitely tell that this is pre 9-11 tsa yeah uh where they're just 100%. like everybody's going through with whatever they've got except for rocco mm-hmm. he's go ahead he's got he's got to get down to his skivvies before he can do anything no out of his skivvies yes yeah he's he's, he's a, in the nude he's, he's nude and gets his teeth pulled right mm-hmm. <laughs> they pull his teeth because he's got a filling or something <laughs> do they do it like in another room or something um i think you just you see, like the the pliers going towards his mouth, and then they go to the next scene. Yeah, it's that's the transition, uh, which I thought was a good, uh, just kind of, it was a tongue in cheek way of saying that going getting through the TSA is like pulling teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I didn't know if that was if that was what they were trying to convey, but that's what I got from. I'm, gl- it. I'm glad you did the the over loud speaker thing because I remember. <laughs> I had that? to. I Mr. Maniac, <laughs> Mr. Kleptomaniac. Please put the white phone down. <laughs> I heard something. And I had to rewind it and throw subtitles on so that I could hear yeah. exactly what they said. There's so many things like a lot of this stuff that they try to throw in like that kind of a thing mm-hmm. is very reminiscent of like airplane. Okay. Because that happens like in airplane when they're walking through the, the what is it called? Uh, not Terminac. Uh, terminal? Through the, through the airport. Uh, the terminal. The, yeah, through the terminal of the airport and stuff. And they say different names and stuff like that. And, uh, I can't remember what it is that one of the lines of whenever that he's getting rid of one of the main characters is picking up a, a phone and he says something about, and it sounds like a, he's ordering from like McDonald's or something oh, okay. like that. He's like, uh, put number four on hold, uh, or put number four down, hold the Mayo. Uh, Cause he's supposed to also talk to the Mayo clinic about a character oh. that's coming on the plane. That's sick. I see or something. And it just sounds like a big, long, like order. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. They, uh, they end up checking their luggage, mm-hmm. uh, which was a mistake. It's always a mistake. If you Absolutely. can avoid it, don't check your luggage. Uh, cause they shoot it out into space. Um, and, uh, that's just where it goes, but they yeah. show, they show all these airplanes. These like really nice, fancy ones. Um, I don't know how you get by with an airplane with a pool on the top of it. I don't know. It's a uh, soul plane. <laughs> I'd have never seen Soul Plane. I haven't either, but I remember that distinctly. On it has like a pool or a jacuzzi or something on the top of the plane. Really? <laughs> yeah. On, like on the on the box art or something for it. I'm that's pretty awesome. Sure. That's after I remember watching that, and I was just like, "Oh, that's like a that's like Soul Plane." <laughs> yeah. And then they've got this tiny little uh, falling apart plane, which yeah, like once they go across the, the it's like held together with like bits and pieces of oh, like yeah. wood and duct tape, like bubble gum, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably. 
But they uh they go in like once they board and uh, everything they take the the little walkway whatever it's called off of the plane and it like just takes a piece of the plane off of the side of it and everything. Uh, that's the one that's called the tarmac, isn't it? Is that the, called the tarmac? That's the no tarmac. Idea. I'm pretty sure. I got you. I was trying to think of the name of that's what I was thinking of earlier. Whenever mm. you had said terminal, when I was terminal. I yeah. was going to call the terminal a tarmac, but I'm pretty sure ah. that's the tarmac. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they. This, but this plane has first class. It does. Uh, surprisingly, not in it. they are not in it. Well, no. Heifer, you know, yeah, he finds his way in. Uh, and the the captain. So one, the uh, this is your captain speaking. Yeah. Like that voice. That is, is a trope from for the ages. Is it like? Yeah, it did not start here. It, it started. Didn't, it, okay. This started in like the fifties and sixties. Because like. like like fucking Carol Net show. And when shit. I fly, I see uh, a captain speaking. Uh, I I expect it to be that exact voice that comes from Rockwell's Modern Life. <laughs> like, and I'm disappointed every single time when it's not. Uh, but this guy is the Melting Man from Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, like it is the exact yeah. same guy. Yeah, I had to look it up because I was like, okay, this guy looks like something, and I threw it out there. But the and the guy's name is just Melting Man in yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. I didn't realize that the goopy uh, guy. Yeah, his name just his. The the uh, the Wikipedia page is Melting Man, and Melting Man makes this toy, and blah blah blah. Uh, but yeah, looks exactly. It's the cartoon version of Melting Man, and uh, makes I have me to, wonder. Like, rewatch this part because I don't remember that. I guess. Yeah, he kind of has like he doesn't he doesn't melt, but he has like the same. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I get to you. it. Uh, and in my head, I'm like, okay, is there a connection there? Was there a reason for that? Because. We know that Danny Elfman was asked first to do the theme song and then Nightmare for Christmas had already come out or was this had was not come out the, yet. Not yet. Okay. Like this started ninety three. Yeah. This was like right was, before because that movie came out in ninety three, but it oh, was okay. like the around Christmas of that year. So it's like you know, why did those look that similar? Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Same color almost, color scheme and everything to it. But uh, that's exactly how I want my pilot to always sound. And if it doesn't, that's just sad. We should remember that. Any um, pilots out there that are about to ferry Shad off into the 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 pluff, puffy white puffy clouds ocean. That's right. You need to talk like that. So we know that the the luggage got shot into space. Yes. And I want to rewatch Static Cling because they start out in space. Mm-hmm. And I wonder you think some of that logic is like, out there. What it, I mean, that would there be a great a lot callback. Of debris and shit that yeah. you see, and not just satellites, but yeah. other shit that you see like, that's out there. What if we see like that would be a perfect callback to have yeah. shown the luggage from episode eight of the first season, <laughs> and there would have been awesome. Uh, I still think uh, we. I think we mentioned it in the in that episode there too. If the bullfrog from the very first episode never made it back. And yes. that was something that they that called back. Good. Like just whenever they're still in the ship or something, you just see. Yeah. Or something like he's still orbiting somehow. Yes. After all the years. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the, the, the plane is uh rough takeoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, when As we goes through. Yes. Uh, the opening credit. Yes. And yeah. He gets like that. Ah, that uh-huh. was a hoot. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I, I forget that that's actually part of the show. Yeah. Um, like it's just a thing he says yeah and they just cut it into the mm-hmm. which is it's wonderful um and the the controls that heifer has obviously the the heat and the air is a, is really extreme and i uh-huh. don't think you actually get control of your own heat and yeah. air i think you just get control of your fan when they turn uh, on the heat don't they like melt 
Uh, it's just bones. his eyes dry out. His, okay, he's got like really a dry like that's this like was it's a just re- like like looks like Q tips basically. Yes. like a dry down to that yes. thin. Yeah, these uh, I couldn't remember what these three episodes are very heavy into eye growth stuff. Yeah, uh, and then for some reason Heifer also has control of the eject button for the co-pilot. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, jettisoned out, shoots him out of there. <laughs> Well, it is a, like a defunct whole plane yeah. and airline. So, I mean, it makes sense that that would be back there. Also, why does a passenger plane have an eject button at all? <laughs> right. You know, yeah, that shouldn't be an option. Doesn't seem like a good idea. Don't don't give that anybody. I don't think it should be any option now at all ever. I don't eject unless you're uh, unless you're fighting in a plane in a war and if you're on fire and need to like, yeah. get out. Only uh, time. Yeah. 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 The only opportunity for that. Yeah. Um so, Could you imagine like a passenger airline that would have an eject button for like all 277 passengers? They just all shoot they're up They're just the like top. all in control of their shit. And they're just like, uh, our our engine's on fire <laughs> and we're not going to make it to this ocean. So maybe try your luck with the eject button if you feel like it. Yes. Then whenever they get served the dinner. A little snack. A little snack, the little peanut. Yeah. And they get the, have the, <laughs> they get bib, the biz on. And they start cutting open the, they eat the. And the peanut looks like it has a wrapper on it. It does. And, but they eat it with the wrapper on it. The wrapper. And it's, it's not just a peanut unshelled. It's shelled. It's yeah. It's a shell. So they eat plastic wrapper, one individual peanut that they cut open with a knife and fork. Yes. And choose to eat it that way. Yes. Mm. Uh, This reminds me of. Delicious. Do you remember fun and fancy free? Uh, The Disney like thing where they do mickey and the beanstalk is in there remember yeah, big yeah, mickey yeah, and the beanstalk yeah, i remember that and so donald and goofy and mickey are all like yeah they are they have they have the they have one bean and they bean slice each. it the the they did the bread too yes just just like one slice of bread or something that's so no that's the bean that they cut so that thin that? that it's see-through oh that's it's one piece of bread that they can put it on maybe they make it look like a sandwich there's bread there too as okay. well yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they but I remember distinctly whenever he's cut. cutting the bean into the paper thin slices yeah. that Donald and Goofy are staring and they're dripping sweat, <laughs> they're like staring at him. Just like you see Donald, like, like don't lick they, his bill whenever he's like <laughs> watching him. Doesn't they, don't they even look at each other and see like, like a feast like they yeah, Like yeah. they look at Donald and he looks he like turns, a bird. Like, he turns into like a turkey. <laughs> yeah. Like it looks like a duck, like just yeah, cooked like, and glazed. Yeah, cooked duck. They look at uh, Goofy and he's like a big, beautiful flaming yawn or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're willing they're like thinking about eating their friends mm-hmm. they're so hungry that's and awesome they got the magic beans that's what uh it makes me think of when they're cutting up the peanut total sense um and then the kid the kid is the memorable part to this one i feel like we either see this kid more than once or i've just seen this episode 20 times it's hard to tell nowadays uh, i think the kid thing and like kid kicking the back of your seat is also just like a a trope for a bad flight anyways and right. a lot of different things like but this specific movies, animated kid is yeah. very familiar uh on there but i i definitely uh i, I don't definitely remember if it's in different episodes well, i don't not. know but he uh we'll find out i bet probably there's a good chance <laughs> that we will find out but yeah he's kicking seats he's running up and down aisles uh smacking people doing all kinds of crazy stuff and is this when heifer decides he's gonna leave yes and go to first class yeah and uh, and so he leaves Rocco, and Rocco's just like listening to music on his earbuds. And mm-hmm. then the kid, uh, the kid plugs his his headphones into, into the, the air, <laughs> air yeah, because it's like it goes through his ears and turns his face like huge. He's just yeah. But Rocco has like no reaction to this right away <laughs> until it, like comes out, and he's just like, hmm, 
Yeah, and he, like nothing happened for a second. Well, and then he, while he's all swollen and everything, he grabs the kid while he's uh-huh. running and just shoves him up into the yeah. the, and, like, the, the plane, carry-on like, bin, just, like freaking <laughs> claps and freaks out about it. Loves it. Yeah, and and he's just like he's. It's his, like one of the first times that he's really like super assertive. Dunce, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, yes, that was what was so weird about that. He's not like so like huh, and like doing yes. the finger thing where he's so shy, he's so and fed shit, up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, and then they have oh yeah, because he unplugs the headphones, and that's where his head goes. Yeah, and that yes. shrinks back down to normal size. And uh, the porter potties are in the back of the. Yeah, it's like actual outhouses. There's like three or four of them. Yeah, and they're all lined up, and the skunk walks out of one. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Don't go in there," or something like yeah. that. <laughs> and then Rocco finds out. Uh, I guess it's a big deal when you uh, put a paper towel in the in the toilet, mm-hmm. and you flush it because it makes the whole plane crash and destabilize and yes yeah. until it gets back and then they and he pulls it back, back out yeah. and they flatten out and then he walks out and everybody's pissed at him oh yeah and this is whenever we get to see i still say this to this day i don't know why but that line is probably the part of the episode that sticks out in my head whenever they're in the chairs and heifer looks out the window and sees the storm cloud uh-huh and he goes oh ooh, cumulonimbus <laughs> I still say that that way because of this cartoon. It's so random. Like you, you, it, it's one of those other things that make you question Heifer. It's like, yeah, is he smarter than we, he lets on? Does he have money that he doesn't think, let people think he has? Like, what is up with Heifer? He is this mystery character. He's not as dumb as people as, as he's on the surface. Yeah. Because he knows Cuba Nimbus. And it's just like, all right, what's up with that? We got the uh, the plane crashing sequence. Yes. And this is everybody panicking and freaking out and not knowing what to do. And we get different flashes back and forth of Rocco and of Heifer. Rocco and Heifer. And then they it's like everybody kind of churns into almost different things in panic mode. Like lava lamps at one point. Lava lava. Lava. Yeah. And it's just like, like yeah. everybody's just real wonky looking. Uh-huh. They turn into like giant eyeballs uh-huh. at one point in time. Yes. Uh, and just a bunch of different it's things. It's like some famous painting that they look like. I yeah. can't remember what it is. But. Yeah. It's like a farm, not the farmer, not the farmer's wife one, but no. Like, uh, yeah. It's, it's like, like a Picasso a, type scenario yeah. there. Uh, and then there's, I guess, alligators or crocodiles. I'm not sure which ones are the people who work at airports because we see a bunch of them mm-hmm. at the one they take off and then the one that they crash land at. Surprise! They didn't go with the chameleon brothers, right? And they uh, they create a, a nice uh, a nice bullseye target, yeah, to land to crash land uh-huh. on. But they'll definitely hit. They'll definitely and they did. It's yeah. a bullseye. They did a great job. They had to. And uh, and so then uh, <laughs> this is the other part, which I think it ends up getting used over and over again, like in maybe ads uh, when we're kids. And maybe that's what part of this is growing up is like it's the the ads for Rocco's Modern Life. What's coming on is like mm-hmm. everybody rushes out of that plane, but then yeah. Heifer slides Heifer down keeps going into <laughs> the plane, it goes, goes up the through the clash <laughs> crash and goes into the thing, keeps going. Wait, yeah. Wee! Yeah. like every 20 seconds kind of a thing and that's kind of a dissolve for the episode isn't it, like, uh, where it i thought so but then uh then uh rocco ends up taking a bus bus yeah and and heifer's like where are you at i'm on the plane and 
And Rock was like, no, thanks. I am not. Uh, no planes. No for planes me. for me. And then ends up that yeah, all the like, people from the plane are on the bus. Yeah, and, and then uh, the pilot is the, <laughs> this is is the bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and then we never get to see them go to Vegas. No, not at all. Like, never mentioned. <laughs> never seen. No. I'm assuming that he- that Rocco either. I, I don't think he makes it. You don't think he. I'm not saying he, like he died. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think he makes it there. I think, think there's another else, incident. Another incident or something else happens to where he ends up just getting fed up and goes home. Yeah. And then Heifer makes it there and has a great time. Yeah. Because he's got all of his money with him. Maybe. Yeah. He's like, maybe even wins he a bunch wins, of money. Wins even more. Yeah. Maybe even gets married in the chapel. Oh, love <laughs> the chapel. I like that. 8.2. 8.2. Dirty dog. Dirty dog. Dun, 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 dun. Start with another infomercial. Yes, sir. Uh, seemingly directly speaking to Rocco, mm-hmm. I mean, like, is your dog smelly? Does mm-hmm. he? Is this he the cleans? one where the finger actually like, comes out and points at him? Because <laughs> I like it comes through the TV and points at him whenever he's talking. <laughs> Do you? And it actually, like, is direct. <laughs> I can't remember. If this is the one off the top of my head, or if it's a, because there, that does happen at some point in time. <laughs> That's funny. It's like and, so direct, and he's just like sinks back uh, into yeah. his couch because the finger's like right in his face. <laughs> And they go to like this like fantasy of how dirty Spunky gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like pasture puffies are growing on Spunky. It's the same crap that yeah. falls out of Heifer's mouth when he's chewing yeah. pasture puffies. Which, I mean, it's it's, it's likely I, I, that that I, I, could the be. The pasture puffies are essentially like grass yeah, food. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess almost it could be like he's growing grass on yeah. them or something like it's, that. It's the same kind of like moldy yeah. and whatnot. He's turned into a chia pit. So, did... The so the commercial was for scum away doggy spray, yeah. But all of a sudden, Rocco has scum away doggy spray, yeah, in real life. Like, he does it, it? This is the first time that it, that the infomercial has manifested the product into Rocco's hands, mm-hmm. and he's like, All right, we'll give it a try. Basically, <laughs> so no weird. hijinks of having to go out and get it or anything. No, like that. it's just all right, here we go. And I was so excited that it was the first episode of the Squirmy and Bloaty show. Yeah, I forget about this. Uh, that or like we were talking about yeah. earlier, that this was the that was the whole predication. I always, when I think about this episode, I think about the segment whenever he's trying to not get into the bath <laughs> so hard that Spunky's legs have stretched out, <laughs> and he's like on top of him, like pushing him into the bath, <laughs> but he's just like like giant he's long like, enough long, to where he long can long enough yeah. where his legs and appendages can somehow grab onto edges of the all of sides the of the bathtub. Yeah. That's like, for whatever reason, the first thing I think of whenever I think about this episode. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot all about this, but this is, uh, for those not familiar, so this just is just like a honeymoon. Yeah. It's a honeymoon. Basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and they go through and, and, uh, bloaty is the like hardworking guy that's got to get mm-hmm. a job done. And he's, and then, uh, squirmy is like the really kind of mm-hmm. weird kind of, he's a ringworm. Bloaty's a tick. And uh, and they're going through their kind of hijinks of um, of what they do. Bloaty's got his boss, Mister Ick, is coming over uh, for dinner, and uh, Bloaty doesn't know what to do. Uh, he gets home, sits on his favorite arm scab. I was trying to find the. This is a uh, Ralph uh, from the Honeymooners. I was trying to pull it up so oh, I could show you, you what the characters actually looked like yeah. in real life that they were inspired on. Yeah. So Ralph uh, Cramden is the. Bloaty uh, would be our bloaty. Yeah. He's our main character. Uh, we don't see the wife in this. Yes. Uh, but uh, our uh, squirmy is uh, Ed. His name is Ed Norton in the show. Just oh. Ed. 
but he's the the tall skinny guy yeah so exactly. that's who our oppositions are for yes. that it's supposed to be based upon absolutely and so uh squirmy says well i can make you a, a louse roast uh for your mr about coming this over so fucking gross i can't stand <laughs> fleas or ringworm or any really? of this kind of stuff and it's so gross yeah so they go through and they're trying to make this and this is all happening while Rocco's trying to get spunky like yeah cleaned which we get segments of that yeah, flashed back kind and of forth going of back what's and forth. going yeah. on yeah because uh, at one point there mr it comes over to eat and uh and there's a you know spunky's upside down like hanging from the wall mm-hmm. and they're like whoa and they're all like hanging on the hairs and everything yeah, there's a point in time whenever spunky's running or something like that and they're grabbing onto the hair yeah. while it's like flapping in the breeze exactly kind of a thing. Yeah. so they kind of know what it's like to live yeah. on a dog that's kind of part of it but uh but they're they're trying to make this nice dinner and and mr x like uh you know this this dinner better be good or we're gonna send you back to the colon mines mm. <laughs> and uh what i thought was that mr. was ick Mr. Ick's the boss. I know, but what is he? I think he's also a tick. Is he like, is he, he's a tick, tick? Maybe. Because isn't, because is Bloaty's a tick. Bloaty's a tick. I don't know what Mr. Ick is. It's, I wonder what he is. I don't know. I don't know if he was another tick or if he was meant to be like, he's a flea. Mm, he could Squirmy's be. a ringworm, right? Squirmy's a ringworm. Right. Uh, I was trying to think of like other parasites and things of that nature that, could that live would be on there. In I mean, or on. I guess it would make sense that he's just like, bloaty they're kind of the same shape yeah that was why i went with the fact that that could be that i mean that makes sense uh, and his name is ick like yeah. tick ick ick the t- tick the ick yeah I don't know. Ick the tick. Uh, yeah. but uh but they scorby burns the louse at one point in time he's like i'll fix this stall him and uh and they eat like they get straws out bloaty brings straws out and they like mm-hmm. just Bust stick it into, into spunky's veins and, and start drinking drink blood. His blood yeah and which uh, predicates him to start itching because that's that's right what starts to happen and you see the yeah you know on him and uh and then they they have a uh, dog sweat on tap mm-hmm. uh so they're going it's through that. frothy yes it it's is bubbly and clear and gross and then at some point mr it gets hit on the head i don't remember why i think it's because of the scratching oh it's the scratching it's whenever the you see the football uh, come down yeah at one point oh and they all run away and yeah. mr it gets caught in the middle of it yeah uh and so then he for kind of gets amnesia after getting hit in the head mm-hmm. and uh they're like, oh, you had a great dinner because they didn't actually have the dinner prepped and everything. And he's like, well, I did. And uh, I'm like, yeah, you loved it. And it was a good time. And he's like, well, I, I did. And uh, go through all that to the point where he's so impressed with, I guess, Squirmy's, uh, his his, uh, his laughs roast that he never actually ate and his hospitality. And he gives uh, Squirmy a, a promotion, but it didn't work for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, well, you got the job. And, uh, so uh, Bloaty's not too happy about that. Absolutely not. And then they finally, Spunky gets to the bath, right? Yep. So then uh, they go through, Spunky gets in the bath, and now they're they're washed up on an island, uh, and Mr. Ick is nowhere to be seen. So it's, we're guessing that he drowned or he's in the water. Probably. So Along with all the other ones that we assume work in the colon mines, maybe. or <laughs> The colon mines are probably place. safe because they're probably in the colon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he didn't give him his worm medication this time. <laughs> and they, uh, and then we get a Gilligan's Island, yeah, uh, parody. Then because now they're stranded on an island, and Bloaty is now taking the skipper's kind of role, and uh, Squirmy is the is the the Gilligan of it all. 
And uh, and then Bodie's itching, and Bodie's uh, got Bodie's got mites on him. Yeah, mites. I was like, I don't even know yeah. what like what is. And the... that one is like, I love. It's Lucy. I love Lucy. He's yeah, like, he's like Lucy. I'm home. He's I like, believe in a future episode, something happens where they end up living on Rocco. Oh, okay. in the future, because I remember distinctly something happening where Rocco is like itching at the end of the episode uh, oh. instead of yeah, like the, uh, him. He's trying. It was. It's a time that they noticeably know that that Spunky has fleas, fleas. and has, has ticks and stuff and, like that. Yeah, and so then they do all that work, and then Rocco ends up with them at the yeah. end of it all. That's right. I do and remember that. He's still yeah. dirty or something. Yes. They're trying to give him like a flea bath or whatever it is, and he at the end of the episode is itching and shit, and and Spunky's still dirty and right. gross. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then so my uh, my only question to you. Oh. We do get a bath day is a very dangerous day. Bath day is a very dangerous day. <laughs> and uh, my only question to you is, if you had parasites on you, oh, what sitcom do you hope that they would be modeled afterwards? After, know. not afterwards. Uh, I've had ticks and they've ruined my life. Yeah, what's a sitcom about ruining my life? Um, it's like um, I don't know. If I had, I would want uh. Uh, tapeworm, uh, Ned's declassified. You want Ned's declassified? No, Degrassi. You want a Degrassi? Never watched an episode. <laughs> my, ta- want- my tapeworm's Drake. I want friends. <laughs> you want friends? <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that's what they would be. What, word, what, what, what parasite would it be? I don't, well, I mean, I think they all were all, their own unique individuals, so we would have like six different ones. What parasites would you pick that um, you would want? I don't know one, that many parasites. You could have ringworm. Ringworm could live inside of you. And uh, and tick. and uh, Yeah. Well, that wouldn't be inside of you, though. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Some sort of weird disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about they were, they'd all be like different venereal diseases? Ooh. RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're all venereal diseases <laughs> episode 9.1 keeping up with the big heads yes sir or the joneses groovy home and gardens featured the big heads lawn on the cover it's a magazine that was uh that was a great magazine groovy like, lawn and gardens. that's if better home and gardens was ran by ben and jerry's yes it'd absolutely. be groovy home and gardens. groovy <laughs> groovy um so we we kind of we know that this episode kind of be, gets to be about like Ed Bighead's yard and everything, but mm-hmm. I was really disappointed not to see the salmon bushes. Yeah, it's like I felt like they make a comeback again. Like you see them down the road, but mm. maybe not. Perhaps maybe it was just for the one like guffaw for for Spunky to be eating the salmon that off of the it. salmon bushes. That was it. <laughs> they were just like, I guess we could just like not have to animate and draw salmon in all of these bushes and get away with it. Yeah, for sure. I guess. But so. I mean, you know, they didn't really maybe care about Canon so much back in the 1993. Could be. Uh, but I, I noticed that they didn't, they, uh, they just haven't really talked about how good Ed Bighead's yard is before. Like this is mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere. It's out of left field a little bit. I guess he did care about his bushes. Yeah. Um, but he was we, tending to those whenever that yeah. was going on at that point in time. So, so he, I mean, I guess he has been known to work in care yard. of yeah. some kind. Good point. Um, but we haven't seen is Rocco's yard look this trashed. And I don't know why it all of us. Did they have a drought? Did something happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, everything is especially torn apart. I like the last time we saw it, this like this bad was in the opposition 
whenever it was the suckomatic and it sucked the yard clean. Oh yeah, remember sucked all the grass out and, and everything. It sucked, like it was sucking everything out, and then that's whenever you saw the, the paint off the, the cars, and the perv looking at the little fairies that were uh, dancing in the in the tall grass right. in the back. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> licking his lips and shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been a while, and that was maybe this is if they put things linearly, maybe this is post suckomatic. Yeah, uh, maybe that's why. Probably would have to be. Yeah, I like that. We'll keep that up. This is canon now. Yes, Ed has bugs in his yard. Yeah, and he doesn't kill them. No, he keeps them in prison. It's like a bug prison. They just because mm-hmm. he's going to eat them later. Is that why? Yeah, that makes so much that's more their, sense. That's their death row kind of quote unquote. Oh, because I was thinking, why wouldn't he just kill them? Hmm? That's what they eat. That makes so much more yeah. sense. Okay. Um. Bev's needing some love though. She's like, oh, Ed. always <laughs> coming. She's like she hanging out of <laughs> the horniest housewife. <laughs> She's ready to go. Uh, but there's a weed coming from Morocco's yard that keeps trying to like break through. He's like, I want to break free. And uh, he's trying to get into Ed's yard. And it's like a tentacle with yeah, thorns. And it, it's uh, doesn't it grab Ed <laughs> and starts dragging him around and stuff? And then Bev's still trying to talk to him about Yeah, he's like, hey, Ed. She's, yeah. she's re- like, she's Ed! she doesn't like want that. yeah she does she's not into the stuff anymore she's not she's not necessarily wanting sexy time she just wants his attention and he's yeah. getting like taken over by this weed mm-hmm. uh, he tries to talk to her every now and then whenever he gets like <laughs> back on this side he's like anything for you lovekin so and then it goes back over and slams him around yes um and uh so uh i liked that i thought it was a little deep uh but mr bighead calls rocco a good for nothing pouch belly Ugh. and i was like oh pouch belly like that feels that like, is like those are fighting that's, words that's that's like racist yeah yeah that's yeah. exactly it feels like, like two marsupials because all of these people are all animal race based you yeah know, for the most part absolutely you know i mean like that is that is like that is super racist I, I agree yeah i'm with you i'm with you on that that's like having like saying something i don't know what it would be i, I don't know i'm just yeah. saying like Something rice-based for somebody that's Asian. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's something like that. Absolutely. That's how I viewed it whenever that was said. <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's racist. Oh, look at that. Uh, and then, so, Ed's really, like, hard on Rocco needing to get his yard put together. But uh, Rocco and Heifer have plans for today. Mm-hmm. And those plans are to wake up, to mm-hmm. eat, to eat, eat again, again, to sunbathe while eating, TV and then snacks, and then eat some more. <laughs> Yes, I feel sir. like Heifer put this list together. I'm he posits it 100 positive that he did, but I mean, how <laughs> as as an adult as you are right now, uh, how good does that plan sound? Sounds awesome for a day. Like you have no your house and chores are done. It's all done. Yeah, you've done you you had a vacation day, but you're just at home. It's a staycation day. Yeah, this is what's on your list. I'm in. You're in. I'm in. I'm down. What are you? What's your first f- food you're gonna eat? Um, ooh, a bagel. I'm. I'm gonna want like cream biscuits cheese and bagel. gravy, cream cheese and bagel with a, everything seasoning. No, I'm gonna go biscuits and biscuits gravy. and gravy. Yeah, you like sausage gravy? Or you just gravy all the mode. Either way, I'm not. not with ice cream. <laughs> no, I I do love I love it with with with, with ice cream. Yes, why not? <laughs> um, and then Mr. Bighead comes to tell Rocco that his uh his weed qu- uh, that Rocco's weed had killed uh his yeah. his prize winning begonias. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, his place should be condemned. 
I feel like begonia is the most douchey named plant <laughs> out of very fancy. any of the plants. It's a it's a little uh, it's a little you have highbrow. Have, you have to have uh, a, an astute nose and wear a monocle and go oh after you say it whenever <laughs> yes. you finish it. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and so then we kind of we get another timetable. It's we got a timeline to get something done by, just like we did with the credit mm-hmm. card debt. Yeah, and uh, Ed's gonna call his nephew, who works at the uh, city office or whatever, mm-hmm. and will condemn his house by six o'clock. Six o'clock. <laughs> if he doesn't get it fixed, so they gotta go. They gotta... Condemning a house straight off the bat like that for a bad yard. Yeah, um, like getting a citation written from like the yeah. city is one thing. Get a note condemning on condemning a house and saying you rough. can't live here and nobody can live here anymore. Yeah, a little rough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they go into the garage. There's a skeleton of an old lady. Uh, yeah, I don't know what that was about. I, is the, who is that for? Here's my theory. Okay. It's Rocco's grandma Mm-mm. who moved to the States and then uh, she passed away and left him the house. Okay. And so he moved from Australia to the States after his parents passed to live in his grandma's house and that's why he doesn't have to pay for the house but why is the skeleton there he keeps it he's like norman bates okay <laughs> he's I a little you. he's a little batesy he's a, little, a little batesy, batesy. um but we also see the suckomatic uh, can that be my rep name uh, li- little, little batesy, batesy. <laughs> <laughs> got you a little bait yeah the suckomatic is there i'm scared for him that that's <laughs> still a thing why is that, that still that in existence yeah that's a problem it could be a problem at any point in time mm-hmm um and then i like that heifer's like well we don't have enough paint to paint the house one color let's just mix it up yeah and then they make it's like it's kind of brown it's kind of green it's it's green yeah <laughs> which i uh i think that we should get um we should petition for uh i don't know who's a big paint company bear bear yeah bear we should get bear to make a green color what's uh i'm trying to think of other ones benjamin moore Maybe a paint, yeah. Uh, what kinds of Sherman Williams? Uh, something Clark, something I forget. Something Clark, maybe Griswold. No, not Clark W. Yeah, but uh, Sherman Williams would be good. I bet we could get them to American do Family Insurance. Yes, I just want to American just, Graffiti. American Family Insurance. Uh, but yeah, we could we could get a, them to get a Breen uh, color would be awesome. Yeah, and then it's Rocco sponsored. We'll get working on that for the 30th anniversary of Rocco. When is that? In 2023. 2023 is 30. Yeah. That's a lot of years away. Yeah. So, so two years from now. We can get an official paint color. We can get an official. If, as long Williams. as it does this. <laughs> yes. About what's to happen. Yes. You're right. It if has it does to. that, then I'm in. It's in. It's in. <laughs> um, so they are, uh, they're working on that and. Heifers eating nails and using the wrong side of the hammer to fix the roof. Yeah, I know. I love that so much. <laughs> There's like two holes from where the back end of the hammer really like pokes a hole in the theory of like him being so intelligent from using <laughs> just just like an epi- two episodes ago of yeah. saying cl- cumulonimbus. That's true. Good point. He just that was his word of the day. Yeah, he it had to have been. He's not that good. He is not. Um. And then uh, Spunky gets in the filler mix and gets spread onto the outside wall yeah. when they're doing that. 
So why are they tar in the yard? That's so much like that. There's so much shit like that that happens throughout the series oh, yeah. to Spunky. Spunky's just like becomes he's one with yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's why like, are they tarring the yard? Yeah, I don't know what is up with that. Or you think that that was meant to be pointed directly at the driveway? Probably, and just it's facing the wrong direction, mm-hmm. or from our angle, it's not really explained well. Yeah, because it kind of looks like, and I guess that would make sense because the driveway is towards the right. Mm-hmm. And Ed's house is towards the right, and he's looking over the fence and gets tarred. Um, and so that must be it, which is a, they did a long, long, there's a long way to get to a tar and feather joke. Yeah. Uh, because evidently there is a, uh, an international feathering patrol that is a bunch of plucked chickens. <laughs> <laughs> so basically nude. Yes. <laughs> Nude chickens with just like the little fiber hairs on their bodies. Yeah. And there's one like watching out at the house, like mm-hmm. near a phone booth yep. <laughs> that calls into the, I like guess, an aerial strike. <laughs> and there's just a plane that's flying around with full of feathers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's probably the best. It's the best it's thing. pretty good. Out of these three episodes. It's, I mean, there's a, what's that random, just, there's a bunch of random stuff that happens at the very beginning of an episode we just talked about. Um, but that's pretty, that was pretty good. Just the, the random tar and feather. Yeah. It's just so weird. Um, and then Rocco's laying seeds down while Heifer's eating his. Um, and then I've never expected, well, I guess maybe as like a, an infant, maybe my mom or dad helped me like plant like seeds. And then I was like, it hasn't grown anything, but never since then. And, and Rocco is like, nothing is growing. Because uh, he expects that seed to get up there because he knows that something needs to happen. Yeah. And uh, and then Heifer. I like Heifer's face whenever he defecates. He asks if maybe you need fertilizer. And he's like, mm-hmm. can I give me a sports page? Yes. Because his faces. face gets like red at first. He makes, like, like he's embarrassed. And then he's and got then some. He's, <laughs> like, like weird, like grunty, scrunchy faces. Yes. Yeah, that's some classic Heifer though too. Um, 100%. That's another one of those scenarios where I'm like, has this happened more than once or have I just is this stands out from seeing this so many times? Because that's that's a big one. After he's done, they're waiting for it to grow and Spunky's rolling around all over the ground. <laughs> yeah, it's just in the background. <laughs> shit all over. Yes. So you know that that's good. Mm-hmm. He likes it. Well, I mean, it makes sense. That's what dogs do. I yeah, guess, they right? love the smell of their own feces mm-hmm. and stuff just, as well. There's some some dogs even dead eat bodies. It. Not oh, dead they bodies. love they eat dead bodies. <laughs> they meant, love them like roadkill like they'll roll around and roadkill oh. that's what i meant by a dead body. i don't think i've ever seen a dog roll on roadkill yeah no it happens i mean i believe you yeah and i believe it yeah. i've just never seen it you personally should, never no and then uh wild plants begin to grow everywhere mm-hmm. heifer's got the magic poop it uh it really makes it work so they uh they get that and then uh one of the is it one of the one of the plant shoots up and knocks yeah. that paint Onto the house, which I had already thought they they painted the house. They painted like they part of the wall in the back side where they were at, or on the mm. side where they were at. But they, that's, okay. that's they all they got. got. So the the like paint just, just patchwork in like a cauldron. The cauldron just uh-huh. kind of bounces along the house and drips paint. Yeah. And, and then perfectly all over. Yes. The windows are fine. Yes. Doesn't touch the windows, Who knew? the door, nothing like that. It's it's like a cure all mm-hmm. for a house. Perfect marine. Uh, at least temporarily. And then lands on the bug prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they are vengeful to Mister Bighead, and eating 
Eat, he, eat his house. Eat his house. His yard. Yeah. Everything. everything. <laughs> and then that's a perfect time for the Don't inspector. Bev's uh, swimsuit that she was like sunbathing in. I don't know. I felt like they did. Maybe. I think she, by the end of it, she was hanging out of the window again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so the nephew inspector shows up uh, right around this time. Yeah. And, uh, and Rocco's got this jungle of illustrious yard of exotic plants uh, that are giant and wonderful. And his house is sparkly. Yeah. Uh, it dries perfect. Yes. It's wonderful. That paint just, just is, it's like a filler for any kind of spackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that, it's that, that breen. Man, that Breen just does it. Bring really bringing it. The, the Breen, bringing it. Uh, you know, Sherwin Williams, twenty twenty three. Uh, it's gonna happen. And uh, and then the bugs have tore up Mister Bighead's house. So then the nephew goes to. He's like, Uncle Uncle Ed, can you sign this? And he's like, Sure, kid. And he's so excited because he's thinking Rocco's <laughs> about to get shit. Yes. And then I don't know, he's not paid attention to anything that's going on behind him at no. that time either. And he thinks everything's like coming up roses. For when him. something gets condemned in that way, in I guess in O Town, they take the whole house. They just take the house. They just take fucking everything. <laughs> they don't just board up the house. They're just like, no, nope, nope. it's getting, it's like impounded. Basically, yes, they're taking at least part yeah, of the house. She's with, like screaming with about Bebe it. it. <laughs> Man, get back out! And he's running after. And, I'm uh, coming, fluffy lips. Yes. And then, uh, and then I guess they, uh, then the house falls apart. Rocco's house falls apart, yeah, just Everything. like like it started basically yes. completely. But he survived. Mm-hmm. He survived the inspector. And our final segment of the night: nine point two skid marks. Mm. I not thought like, this was going to be not, about not, poop. not in your turd, not turd ways. Not in your turds. Talking about going to the DMV. Getting that up DMV. In this beach. <laughs> News bulletin: Highway horror. What? That was the name of the what so, it said. Yeah, it was the news oh. bulletin. Was the it was like horror spelled this wrong just in kind of thing. I just didn't know what was and, going. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I wonder if they spelled it wrong on there or something. <laughs> no, but Highway Horror was the news piece that they were doing mm-hmm. with the uh, the slowest car chase. Yeah, what was it? It was the it was a slow speed chase. Low speed chase. <laughs> Low speed chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh, so they they're chasing what turns out to be Rocco. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't remember this episode that much. Uh, I mean, I remembered parts of it as we get into the DMV stuff, but I didn't remember the low speed chase and Rocco being it. And I was like, oh, why is Rocco being chased? And uh, and they catch him because he's not doing very much. And he yeah. stops as soon as he sees a sees the, the the block blockade. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you call it. A full blockade. Yes. And uh, there's a, a, a what's that? A beaver beaver cop. Yep. Stops him and uh, opens the trunk. And there's a squirrel in there who uh, is I just run that's away who squirrel that was for and but we didn't know what the squirrel actually did right like no but that's what I'm saying that low speed chase was chasing after Rocco who basically I guess was an accomplice to it he didn't even know yeah because the squirrel had committed some crime yes that they were chasing after right so that took his license away no they took Rocco's license that's away because said. he was missing a gas cap. Oh, okay. That was why they impounded. No, and they didn't take his license away. They impounded his car because it was missing a gas cap. Yeah. And he needed to get his license renewed in order to get his car out of impound. That was yeah. the, the logic behind that. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it takes to get to the DMV to make hilarity and suit. Yes. We have to just figure out whatever plot this is. Um, and then also can undo it pretty easily. The koalas are a SWAT team. Um, 
And I think that that is a. I think we always see koalas as SWAT team. Maybe that's just their job mm-hmm. in in this world. They do a dance number. They do. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. It's very nice because uh, they they give them a ticket out and they give them the ticket and they're like, that's he goes, it? that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then they go into the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. I like. They're that. just like, oh, uh, yeah. And there was just the the weirdest the. It had to have been on purpose, but the beaver cop was like making the weirdest eye contact with the camera, the like breaking the fourth wall, but not really. He wasn't breaking the fourth wall. He's just like a bad actor that wouldn't stop staring at the camera yeah. during his lines kind of a thing. But it was a cartoon. So like you could have undone that. <laughs> it was on purpose. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, and uh, have you ever been a pedestrian that got bullied by drivers? Absolutely not. <laughs> I've been asked while I was walking from people. Uh, I, I was walking on purpose. Yeah. You know, just to go walk. Yeah. And this was whenever I was probably like, I don't know, like 21, 22. I was still yeah. living at home. Mm-hmm. And I was just going on a walk. I walked up to the park and stuff and I was walking back home. And there were people that drove by me. And they're like, Justin, what's wrong? <laughs> and I was like, nothing. Like, do you need a ride? I'm like, no, I'm just walking. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> Like, this is like friends of mine were saying this. Why are you doing this? And I'm just like, just because I want to walk. Yeah. It's just exercise. Just yeah. walking. Just, and they were like, oh, okay. And then drove off. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, I've had that kind of act- interaction, but never like bullying. Right. Not like this. Not a, what's the matter? I ain't got a car. Yeah. Like, ain't got no of- car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. None of that stuff. There's no dogs allowed in the DMV. Uh, that's, I don't know why. But uh, Filbert's working. So this is my theory, is that Filbert... That isn't actually Filbert. And Filbert also isn't the one that was working at the grocery store a few episodes back. Is that turtles are in customer service. Okay. Just like alligators work at the airport and beavers are cops. Yeah. And they all have the, the same. slugs and slimy guys are yes, the ones that work, work as. At, work at the as their carnies. Yeah. Yes. So, but they're all like, they all have the same voice because they all do typically. So that's not weird. Yeah. All turtles have the same voice. Yeah. And, that's and, they, not weird at all. and they're all a little nervous and they're like, Hey, I'm nervous. I'm a filbert. Yeah. And then a pud uh, poke their heads in because yeah. they're scared. Yes. Yeah. So I think that that's it. I think that they're not all filbert, that filbert specifically. And it's just that it's the only time. Wouldn't it be cool if they were all like, somehow you find out that they're like related to each other. Yeah. Like it's all within family. Right. But they're just not filbert. Yeah, Filbert. What's does Filbert have a last name? Turtle. Okay, they're know. all turtle family people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That would that would make a lot of sense too. But uh, to me, I was, I was thinking, I was like, I bet that that's what that implies. It's just that Rocco doesn't have anybody in his life that is also replicated like that. Like we've dis- established, Heifer is an only, is the only cow. His parents have passed. His yeah. he doesn't have any family. He's been adopted by the wolf family. Right. Uh, not that he doesn't have family, but you know what I mean. Uh, Rocco no longer has any family. His parents have passed. Um, so he, there's no other wallabies to see how they interact. But they could all be the same personality as well. Right. We don't have any other frogs besides the big heads until we meet Ralph slash Rachel. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, everybody else we're not really familiar with. You know, even the uh, Dr. What's-Her-Face, uh, Filbert's, yeah. uh, is that's the only cat we see. Her, her starts with an H, right? I think so. Uh, but that's the only cat we see is is her, um, that type of cat at least. And so I'm thinking Filbert is just one of many turtles with that same personality trait, and that's where we get that. Yeah, Paula Hutchinson. Yeah, Paula Hutchinson. Okay, that, <laughs> that lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, so we uh, 
the did you notice behind the the turtle we won't call him filbert there are signs one says oh boy and one says whoops no <laughs> i did not notice it <laughs> like he's it's like his little cubicle and he's got little yeah. signs on the side and one says oh, oh boy <laughs> the other one says whoops, whoops. <laughs> just like his things that he says exactly um so rocco has to take an eye and driving test because of the gas cap yeah that's just completely predicated based on that. Yep. So odd. There's there's no other reasoning to it besides that. Yeah. He's missing the gas cap. Got it. He's got to get his license renewed. Yep. Got to do it. That makes sense. So he's got to go to the eye doctor. Mm-hmm. And uh, the there's like a voice overhead, and it's like, mm-hmm. come in, sit down, and read the things on the paper. And so it starts reading it. Yeah. And then what's it like? Does some, it, do you have the thing on here that it says? No. Uh, uh, I didn't know. I didn't write it. It starts off normal. Like letters. Like, yeah. It's like uh J uh L I M coming up right behind you. Yes. <laughs> it's just like all predicates that like it's yes. a horror movie now all and, of a sudden. And then the he like ah! and his yeah. eyes pop out of his head and he's like, Stop. And then he starts <laughs> squeezing it. Yeah, he, he does he the drops. massages them yeah. and pulls it out. Now and, like, as as gross and weird as that is, that's also kind of aesthetically pleasing to me for some reason. I like the the weird, the like, mushy, feel, like the mushy sound that it kind of makes whenever he yeah. does it. I'm just like, that's not bad. It's not gross and yeah. weird like bad. Like the, it's a, the first one was probably the one that's gross to me. I don't like the sucking of the eyes mm-hmm. out. It's pretty good as far as like a tactic to be an eye doctor. If you need to examine somebody, get their eyes out. Yeah, you get them yeah. like really bugging and then like you can like really see what's going on. Yeah, in there. I thought it's a, it's a good tactic. Uh, he seems like a fairly decent eye doctor. Yeah. Uh, Rocco passed the test. He gets yeah. to move on, and uh, he tells him not to get the fat guy uh, mm-hmm. for the driver, which is the first of no, no, no. Filbert tells him not to get the fat turtle, guy or yeah, the turtle. Filbert, turtle says it. Sorry. And then this guy says every person says it until yeah. it comes to that point. Yes. So so this is second warning mm-hmm. already. Yes. And now he's got to do a written test. Uh, which wasn't explained at first. And if I were going to the DMV, I would not be happy about a surprise written test. Right. I'd be like, you should have told me about this ahead of time. But it turns out not too bad. They uh, There's a, a mean kind of cat instructor uh, that he's like, I don't think of you as people. I think of you all as wild boars. And then you get, the, <laughs> I'm a wild boar. <laughs> 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 and uh that has to show up later too i'm a wild pig <laughs> yeah i'm a wild pig yeah yeah it's uh i feel like that does come up some like at, again at one point to. in time yeah. because that can't just be from one episode no it feels really like familiar it feels, does feel familiar yeah um and then the instructor leaves tells him not to get the fat guy but has rocco like run a, a slideshow yeah with like a red concrete Yes. Which is the making fun of uh, what's that red uh, something on asphalt the pa- something pavement or whatever I forget what it's called it's red pavement maybe it's, yeah okay. it is red something right yeah which was like from like majority of the seventies and yeah, part of the eighties so. was like a very stereotypical thing you watched I don't feel like I watched it did I you watch did. it no I feel like did they watch a movie that was like that in Driver's Ed no okay if it was it was just some cheesy because I chintzy it. kind of a whatever thing it was. it was never like that okay when I was in Driver's Ed. 9-11 happened. Ooh, gotcha. So that was impactful. Yeah. But I also passed, so, I mean, I can drive. That was also impactful. Yeah. You changed your life. It did. I, I was going places, uh, some would say. They uh, they used tomatoes to make mm-hmm. the red concrete, yeah. and uh, 
specifically used the automatopoeia word splort mm-hmm. on there, which I thought was first time ever. <laughs> no one has all- ever used the word splort <laughs> until that, and ever, never again, never again. I never don't again. think we'll find out for sure, like as we continue, because the only place that it would be used is perhaps in this show again, mm-hmm. but I don't think so. It's a unique uh, one. The, the person that hosts the video was a clown who is juggling and also on a unicycle. And also has its eyes X'd out like yep. it's dead. <laughs> and he tells you not to get the fat guy as well. <laughs> yes. In the video that was also pre-recorded from everything. So this guy is legend. He's a legend. Basically. Uh, Rocco falls asleep during it, but it turns out when he wakes up that he's mm-hmm. got his, his certificate that he passed. On his head. Taped to his, yeah. his head. <laughs> And then he gets to go drive. Uh huh. He gets to drive, gets an elephant, a big elephant, thinking mm-hmm. that he got the fat guy. Yes. And is immediately worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows up to the thing uh, to get into the test, tells him to get in. Uh, and turns out the car for the driver's test is invisible. <laughs> uh, fake car, imaginary car, I guess mm-hmm. you will. Uh, you see other people also going on imaginary rides. On uh, other courses around yes. with them, uh, other people, other instructors, <laughs> like one of the guys are like a rhino or something, I think, or whatever. But you see other people that are are uh, doing that same thing. Uh, and he gets mad. He gets pissed if like you don't make the car noises. Yes. Yeah. Don't make the car noises. And he's like, stop, stop, stop. You know, <laughs> he's like, and you, he's like and he starts writing yeah. down like he stopped too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, then he gets uh Rocco gets into an accident with his invisible car. Yeah. And the mutant deer, which, yeah, you know, talks. We've, we've been, but uh, looks like a regular deer, kind of. Yes. It looks like a heifer deer, a deer version uh-huh. of heifer. He hit uh, his, he hit him or hit, was he saying he's going to sue him or yeah, something he's about like, the wife? Wait until my lawyer yeah. hears from you. I hope you have good insurance. <laughs> like, it's so random. But when I see mutant deer, I think of Sweet Tooth. It's, it's hot on my mind. And I was like, yeah. Oh, the Sweet Tooth crossover. That makes sense. Could happen. Yeah, but uh, it's sw- weird that the epic sweet tooth Rocco crossover the, we didn't know we needed. The deer that are talking uh, are mutant deer, but then anybody else that's talking is not a mutant. So I wonder what makes those deer mutant. I don't know because they don't seem any. They don't seem out of out of the ordinary in this world. Yeah, so it's interesting. I'm not sure. Uh, so get back after all of that. The instructor passes Rocco. Uh, and just tells him to go. He's like, just go. Physically bro- broken and upset because he <laughs> hit hated the the, everything that went on. <laughs> hit the hit the mutant deer in the invisible car in a fake accident <laughs> that didn't really happen, and didn't do all of the things. Yes. Uh, uh, Rocco thought that he had the fat guy. Yeah, he tells uh, the gets, chameleon gets, brothers. He gets the photo uh, op with the the chameleon brothers for his uh, driver's license yes. photo. And then he's like, and I then, even had the fat guy. And they're like, oh, no, they's not the fat guy. And then you see him in the background crying. <laughs> you know, the background. <laughs> yeah. There's the fat guy. And you get to see the guy. This giant dude. Fucking larger than life. <laughs> bigger than the building. Yeah. He sits in the imaginary car next to the two people that are passengers yeah. and crushes them. Yeah. Doesn't he have like a bri- like a like a horse bridle like in his mouth and like somebody's like yeah like riding on him? Yeah, <laughs> he sits down. I remember seeing like yeah. you can see the top of crack and yeah. you see and him it like, just like on a person. It's almost like his skin melts out yeah. of it. Uh, but the Chameleon Brothers give a nice photo shoot and they throw water on him and everything like he's mm-hmm. like Rocco's a model mm-hmm. and then like flash dance. It's this nice drowned look uh, to him, but he likes it. He likes it. We get uh, Rocco's address and his birth date, which is just a month. Um, he's born April. in April. Yep, and he's got he lives on at eleven seventy two 
Boogie Boulevard. <laughs> Which means that the Ed is either 1170 or 1174 Boogie Boulevard as That's well right. as a next door neighbor. Good point. Good point. And uh, right now we know that there is uh, that Rock O. We we learned later. You had told me at, at Rocco Ramos is actual name, but at this point he's just Rocco on yeah. his license. We'll learn later that there's more to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is this was the uh, I like that we got his address. It was good. Uh, and he has to show proof of his gas cap, but doesn't have it. Uh, police officer has the squirrel apologize to Rocco and return the gas cap. Uh, so everyone's cheering <laughs> as the police officer sends Rocco and Spunky off into the distance, the car. So at one point, I wonder, do you think that the squirrel? So since we don't know what the squirrel actually did, is it possible that the squirrel was in trouble for stealing Rocco's gas cap? Like somebody saw it and then he hides in, hides the, in car. the car. Rocco drives away and then Rocco gets pulled over. Squirrel gets taken because he was a thief. Maybe he was stealing other gas caps too. Maybe that makes you know me I mean? feel like better. He was more of a gas cap thief. Yeah. It was more of a, a, a yeah. widespread thing. Um, and then uh, the, the kid says, every time a gas cap, every time they find a gas, gas cap, an angel, angel gets, gets a swing. Your teacher's full of snot. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. It was deadpan. It's amazing. Oh, my, uh, my question for this episode. Okay. Uh, we didn't cover it when we actually did the eyeball exam, but uh, the doctor, I had doctor also like cups the eyeballs and tells Rocco to cough, which is very adult and in, in all this. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever had a, the cough exam before? Uh, in my life? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have I you really? Have, I have it once. Is that a hernia exam? Uh, yeah, it's, it's checking it? for like hiatal hernia. They're feeling for lumps and stuff gotcha. too down there as well. Gotcha. It's just a multiple search thing. Do that they, was probably like three or four years ago. Do they leave? Do you leave your pants on or is it like drop trial completely? Drop trial everything. They, okay. they examine everything. Because I imagine if you had, if they were like reaching through into underwear, it would it wouldn't really be effective. No. He, they cup your balls. They put on gloves. Gotcha. And then they touch your balls. Gotcha. Mine was a male. Yeah. And yeah. Gotcha. Cut, cut my balls. I've never had it before. You know what they say. Podcast day is a very dangerous day. This has been an IFNZ production. Yeah.